the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. How many you know problems are roaring at you, right? Those bills are roaring at you. That gossip is roaring at you. Come on, that failure is roaring at you. Can you all hear it? Can you all feel it, right? It's roaring at you. But you wanna know what? We need to be roaring the word. We need to be speaking the word. And God is leaning in to confirm his word, to confirm his word. This is why it is so important that we show up to grow up. This is why it's so important that we come to church to hear the word, apply the word, so that we can speak the word, so that we can believe the word, right? So we can receive the word and all of his precious promises because they are yes and amen. And not just in the time of need, not just when we are desperate, not just when we've lost our family, when we've lost our home, when we've lost our loved one, when we've lost our health, when we've lost our house, when we've lost the bank account, when we've lost it all, then we roar. Nah, let's roar in the time of of victory. Let's roar when everything is good. Let's roar and let's speak the word. And God is leaned in. He is leaned in to confirm his word. He is leaning in to confirm his word. But sometimes we just speak in the pain. We're just speaking the problem. We're just speaking death. We're just speaking negativity. And how many know it's time to wake up Wake up and pay attention to what we're speaking. Wake up and pay attention to the values that we are holding. Wake up and pay attention to our integrity, to our character, because your integrity matters, right? Your character matters. Your word matters. Y'all ready for the word? Because we're just going to jump right in. Come on. Uncompromising values. Uncompromising values. It is so important that you establish set values for your life, that you establish the younger, the better. I'm talking kids class. The younger, the better. You have these set these set values, right, that you will draw the line in the sand and no pressure, doesn't matter what storm comes your way, you have values. And you know what? It's so important for you to understand that you are valued. You are so precious. God sent Jesus just for you. You are loved. You are unconditionally loved. So then you value yourself And then you'll be able to hold these standards, these biblical values, right? We've been talking about love life core values. You guys been enjoying this series, right? We've been talking about our core values here at Love Life. These values follow the acronym Love Life. Hey, there you go. Love Life Church. Love Life, right? Love, outreach, value, enthusiasm, leadership, integrity, fellowship, and excellence. And last week we looked at love, outreach, value, and enthusiasm. And today we're going to take a look at leadership, integrity, fellowship, and excellence. Amen? Let's go. Come on. Leadership, 
We're in an era of influencers. I just want to be an influencer. Why? So that I can travel the world and take a bunch of selfies and make a bunch of money. Like, all right, that's cool. And you know what? I do believe that God is calling some people in this generation, in that pocket, in that field, as a career, as a job. I'm always poking fun and bagging on social media and influencers. But I do believe that God is using people and using media and using those outlets to reach people. But in anything, there is always a balance. There is always a balance, right? And that you have a healthy boundary. How many know it's important to develop healthy boundaries with technology? Healthy boundaries with social media, right? Healthy boundaries with the, your DMing. Healthy boundaries, and you can only establish boundaries when you have the word of God, when you have standards, right? This is why parents are putting these boundaries on kids, and let me tell you, this is why us as adults, you have to put a boundary with your phone, right? Yeah, there should be some healthy limits. Anyways, I'm coming for you, coming for your screen time. I'm just saying sometimes I bag on it a lot, but I'm saying there should be healthy boundaries with everything, right? And in everything. And in this era of influencers, let me tell you, you are called to be an influencer. You are called to influence others for Jesus. You are called to lead the way, pave the way, show the way. We are called to be leaders, right? Leadership. We lead through our example. This is where this is where I get frustrated when it comes to the social media influencer cuz I'm all about show me right? It's integrity. It's your walk it like we talk it, eh? walk it like we talk it, eh? walk it, talk it, show it, preach it, live it, walk it. And you know what? Every generation is looking to the generation before them and saying, are you going to walk it? Because you talking it, you talking, 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 right? When your parents would be like, when I was a kid, and you're like, oh my gosh, that was a hundred years ago, okay? Technology has come a long way since then, right? When I was a kid, what about right now? <laughs> what are you doing, right? And I love that I came here to church, got a revelation of grace as a teen. So when I come up in the youth ministry, I'm like, you know what? I'm not talking. Your girl did it, okay? Your girl is showing the way because pressures suck, right? Peer pressures. But let me tell you, peer pressure never goes away. And all the old people said, amen, but nobody wants to claim they're old. But you know what I mean? Peer pressure never goes away. It's about your in here. It's about your identity in Christ. It's about your security and who you are. Because pressures never go away. When you become an adult, it's all about now this house and that house and this job and that boss and how much you got in the bank account and this roly, 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 poly, oly, 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 and Louie, 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 Louie. It's, it never goes away. It never goes away. It's just that it doesn't have your identity. Your identity has to be founded on the rock. Your identity has to be founded on Jesus. Your identity has to be founded so when the winds come and the storms come and the pressures come, you don't fall, right? Only the foolish man falls because he was founded on what? On the sand, 
on the sand. So we need to be founded on the rock. We need to be leaders. We need to lead through our example and not just word. It's not about if you post the scripture. It's not about if you post all your highlighted Bible verses. It's about living the scripture. It's about living out the Bible verses. It's about getting an understanding and a revelation of what the word is, not just memorizing the word. You can memorize the word and never experience the word. It's time to experience the word and lead to our example. True leadership has everything to do with leading yourself well. Can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? It starts with you. It starts with that daily devotion. It starts with waking up and putting God first in your life. Putting God, prioritizing him first. Prioritizing the first thing you do when you wake up. Is it social media? Is it your affirmations? The first thing you do when you wake up acknowledge God. Acknowledge him. Thank him for this breath. Let me tell you, only by the grace of God, I wake up every single morning. And being through all the health struggles that I've been through, let me tell you, it's such a reminder that I am thankful for this day. I am thankful for another opportunity to be here on this earth, fulfilling purpose, fulfilling my call, fulfilling whatever it is that God has in store for me, sharing the love of God. I never want to miss an opportunity to encourage you, to to cheerlead you, to be so excited and pray for you and believe for you, for your breakthrough, for what God's calling you to do. This is a year of being relentless. And let me tell you, how many know storms have a come? They've been a knocking, right? And pastor prepared us. He said, seek first the kingdom of God. Prioritize your time with God first, not religiously, because it's that preparation that's going to get you through. It's going to get you through whatever storm comes your way. Keeping your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes up. Keep your eyes up. Woo! True leadership has everything to do with leading yourself well. A real leader, come on, paves the way, shows the way, and carries others along the way. That's a leader. You're just paving the way. You're showing the way. And let me carry you along the way, right? Because along the way, you are gaining information. You are gaining a revelation of this word. And you are sharing that revelation with somebody else. Let me tell you, you don't understand something until you can explain it to a kid. When you can break it down and you can explain it to a youngster, you got it, right? You got a revelation of it. And that's how, that's discipleship. That's a mentorship. That's leadership. And along the way, only looking to Jesus, okay? So we're paving the way. We're showing the way. We're carrying others along the way and always keeping our eyes on Jesus, right? Keeping our eyes on Jesus. Keeping our eyes on his word, keeping our eyes on his promises, keeping our eyes, no matter what happens, no matter the storm, keep leading others to Jesus and not yourself. We lead others to Jesus. We lead through healing, through restoration, through um, information, right? Through prosperity, all the, the promises of God. We lead them to Jesus. We lead them to Jesus because I cannot fix you. Jesus can. His word can. 
That's the only thing. So we lead people to Jesus, right? Every believer has the potential and calling to be a leader, to be a person of influence, to be an influence, to influence. And sometimes we're always just looking to who is supposed to be mentoring us. And that's the moment we need to wake up is, who am I supposed to be mentoring? Who is coming up? Who is behind me? Who's that generation under me that I'm supposed to be caring, right? I'm supposed to be caring. And not just that. Not just that. I don't want to just carry you up to my level. I want to launch you into space. I want to go through some hell and been there, done that. Watch out for that hole. There's a trap. The enemy will keep you there. Go around it. Go around it. How? I know. I've been there, and I fell in the hole, and I needed help out. And the one who helps me out is Jesus, his word. And that's what you share with others. You share with others your experience, your testimony, right? Not just the money. No, God brought me through and to the other side, right? That's what we're sharing with others, being a person of influence. We influence, lead, and inspire others through our example of servant leadership. Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, them crusty, dusty toes. Guys, they did not have socks. Imagine back in the day, who even knows what their sandal looked like? Who even knows the callus? They they didn't have the little cheese grater to get all that off. They didn't go and get their pedicure. They didn't have toenail clippers. Oh, my gosh. And Jesus washed their feet to be an example of what a true leader looked like, to be an example. And we over here like, "Mm, I can't serve you. You ugly. You dirty. I'm better than you. Hmm. We got to have our definitions Line up to the word of God. We need our definitions for leader to look like Jesus. Jesus made a huge impact on this world. Jesus fulfilled the will of God, and he was serving others. Whew, that blows my mind, especially my um, lack of wanting to wash anybody's feet. I mean, but at the end of the day, I would serve anybody. How many of y'all know we've been in... Uh, in um, baby's class, and you got to change them diapers. It's very humbling. Very humbling. You, I mean, you, in, in kids' class, you just, like, go like this just to look, and you're like, ah! So don't look. Don't, don't go like this. You just go like this. Yeah. They got something going on in there. And then, you know what? You do it as unto the Lord. You don't go tell everybody. You want to know how many diapers I changed in the class? And you know what? There's your reward. Now, do it as unto the Lord. Servant leadership, faithfully serving others. Faithfully serving others means we show up, we serve. And another day and another service, we show up and we serve. And another day and another service, come on, we show up and we serve. Here on the ushers, in the dream team, as a greeter, with the kids, in translation, on camera, in media, on sound, on the worship. Every time we're here to show up and serve. We're here to be just like Jesus. We're here, come on, to show the way through our devotion to God and his word. This is our life. This is how we lead others through example, through our relentless diligence. 
Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Keep at it. Keep coming. Keep showing up. Keep inviting. Keep in the word. Keep going over the scriptures, right? This is our open letter. We are an open book. It's, and you're leading yourself first. Leading yourself first well, right? Keeping our commitments how many of you know we got to keep our commitments? We need to keep our word. If we sign up and we say we're going to be there, we're going to be there. We're going to keep our word, keep our promises. And let me tell you, man, some of those, Auntie, you said. So you know what? I'm very careful with what I say. Because if I make a commitment, then I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, right? Love and loyalty and our endless generosity. When people see us giving in a way, it's leading them to Jesus. We're leading them to Jesus. Why do you give? Because God has been so good to me. His word promises says, give and it'll be given unto you. Good measure. Come on, press down, shaking together. We get a revelation of his word. People want to know why you give. People want to know why you tithe. That's crazy. Come on. You're like, no, it's crazy to live a life without God. It's crazy not to put him first in my finances. It's crazy out there living in the world system and its economy. That's crazy. But it's opposite. God's kingdom, God's way is always opposite than the world's way, right? Our lives are open letters known and read by everyone. 2 Corinthians 3.2. For your very lives are letters of recommendation, permanently engraved on our hearts, recognized and read by everybody. As a result of our ministry, you are living letters written by Christ, not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not carved into stone tablets, but on the tablets of tender hearts. What is your life letter? Because you're writing it. Every single day, you're writing it. And what are you writing on tender hearts? I mean, everybody's so quick to be offended. But what are you writing on tender hearts? How many are ready to be writing love, outreach, value, enthusiasm, leadership, integrity, fellowship, and excellence. And people walk away from you and they felt love. People walk away from a moment with you and they felt that outreach. They felt that they belonged where you were, that you connected with them, that you connected them to God. You connected them to purpose. You connected them to service. You know, everybody wants to belong, right? And they know that, oh, I'm going to write outreach on your heart. I'm going to write value on your heart. I value you. I value you and Enough to make eye contact. I value you enough. Come on. Uncompromising values. Let's go. Integrity. Integrity is when we align our thinking, heart, and actions to biblical standards. To biblical standards. God's standards are not too high. God's standards are like a, a guardrail. We can go fast in life. We can pursue our dreams. We can pursue our call in the boundaries and the guardrails and the guidelines of his word. And we will have great success. Great success. Psalms 119.105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Make a daily commitment 
to hear and do the word. We hear and do. We hear and do. Every time you come to church, you should be getting a message that you are applying at home, that you are applying at work, that you are applying with your spouse, that you are applying with your children, that you are applying, because let me tell you, they will make you apply the word, right? They make you apply the word. Make a daily commitment to hear and do the word. Put into practice, putting the word of God in practice in every area of life. Not just church life, in every area of your life, morally, financially, relationally, professionally, and personally. We're going to rewrite our thinking, right? Renew our mind to the word of God, aligning it to biblical standards. This is our integrity, right? Our character, our word, and your integrity matters. Our lives are open letters. We're a letter of recommendation that Jesus is good. We're a letter of recommendation that God is love. We are a letter of recommendation of gossip. Whoops. Of accuser of the brethren. Whoop, that sounds like the devil, right? We, well, I get a, when I hear accuser of the, of the brethren, and I'm like, man, are you getting a little gossipy? A little gossipy? Mm, sounding like the devil. At first, that just hit me the other day, and I'm like, oh, the devil's a liar. Whenever I'm like, ooh, sounding like the devil. Sound like your father, the devil. But now I'm going to start saying that whenever I start to get a little gossipy. Ooh, sounding like the devil. Getting a little accuser of the brethren. No thanks. Not me. Uh-uh, no accusing. That's just a nugget. That was just for free. No guilt, no condemnation, just no condemnation, just change, right? Just change. That's repentance. Just change, right? Your integrity matters, and our lives are open letters read by others. Proverbs 10:9. He who walks in integrity and with moral character walks securely. How many are ready to walk securely, right? But he who takes a crooked way will be discovered and punished. And isn't that the truth? I learned at a young age, telling yourself, I tell on myself, I get in way less trouble. Mom, this is what I did. And I cleaned your room and I cleaned the kitchen and I washed the dishes and I folded the laundry. That's all you did? Mm -hmm, That's it. That's all I did. All right. It's not that bad. I'll be the first, man. I have broken and I've been working here for many years. I have broken computers. I don't know how. So I'm like, Back in the day, like a virus started taking over. I ran out of that room, knocked on Pastor Dan's door. Help! Help! Something's going on in there. (laughs) I'm running to telling myself, right? Telling yourself. Because you're going to be discovered anyways. But the punishment is less. (laughs) Right? We demonstrate our integrity, who we really are through our attitude, our words, and our actions. So that's how our integrity is displayed, right? We lead through our exampleship, through our leadership is through our example. So it comes through our attitude, our words, and our actions. Proverbs 4.25, let your eyes look directly ahead. We need to be reminded of this scripture when your eyes are worn around places they should not be. Let my eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. The path of integrity. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life, right? 
fellowship. Come on, fam. We are better together, right? Fellowship. We are better together, and we need each other. We need each other. Nobody is better on an island stranded alone. Oh, I just could live my best life. No, you wouldn't. You'd have no purpose. We need each other. We are better together. We are stronger together because we are in this together. We are in this fight together. Some of you are going through some hard times. Some of you guys are going through some struggles financially, going through some relationship struggles, through some health battles. And let me tell you, stop doing it alone. Stop doing it alone. You don't have to do it alone. Reach out for mentorship. Reach out for somebody who's already passed that test, who's already been through that storm, who's a little bit further than you, and let them pour the word in you. Come Come on, let them pour the word in you. We need each other. And we're in this together. We're better together. So we better get it together. Okay? Right? We do church and we do life as one united family. And we desire unity. We desire unity. No gossip. No trash talking. No bitter Betty. No petty Betty. No. We desire unity without religious, robotic uniformity. Like, we don't all need to sound the same. We don't all need to sound the same. That would suck. Anyways, Ecclesiastics 4.9. I love this scripture. It's better if you have a partner than go it alone. Amen. Share the work. Share the wealth. And if one falls down, the other helps. But if there is no one to help, tough luck. Two in a bed Warm each other, me and Jesus. Alone, you will shiver all night. By yourself, you're unprotected. With a friend, you can face the worst. With a friend, with a godly friend who's got the same standard and the same values as you, you can face the worst. You can face the worst. With a friend, you can face the worst. The worst. Can you round up a third person? Come on, love life. Not one, not two, but three. A three-stranded rope isn't easily broken or snapped. Two are better than one. We are better together. And we're in this together. We're stronger together. And we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. And that's so cliche, but that is the truth. And sometimes it takes going through a storm to even realize how good you have it. How a a close-knit you really have, right? Who is founded on the word. We're better together. We value different backgrounds. We have different backgrounds. We've got different stories. We've got different upbringings. We value different talents. We value different personalities. Let me get it straight. Like, guys, we value different personalities. Not everybody has to be the talker because then who would ever listen? Not everybody has to be the leader because who would ever follow? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we have different personalities, and we complete each other. We complement each other. We encourage each other, and we each have a part to play in this ministry. You belong here, and you have a special part in this body. We are the local body. We are the body of Christ, and we need you. We value you. You are so important, right? We, have, we value different knowledge, Some of us have different backgrounds, different education, and we value different experiences. Let me tell you, some of y'all have been through a lot. 
and we value your experience, right? We value differences without division. We don't need to be divided. We don't need to be divided by, by race, by language, by culture, by I, this and that. No, we value each other. And we love that we come from different backgrounds. Like your food is better than mine, right? We, we love each other, right? We are multicultural, multi-generational, multi-gifted, multi-talented, multi-member, and multiplying church. Amen? Because we're waking up to outreaching. We're waking up and getting an understanding to do our part. We are multiplying. Amen? Reaching our community, reaching our neighborhoods, reaching our schools, reaching the, reaching the world. We value each other and each other's gifts, talents, callings, personalities, knowledge, and experiences. And thank God that we're all not the same because that would suck. Right? Especially when you come from a big family. It's like everybody has a part to play. And then when somebody's not there, you're like, Err. Like, it's just not, the function is just not the same, you know? It's not the same. We all are just better together, right? We are not in competition with each other, but we complete each other. We complement each other rather than compete with each other. We encourage each other daily. We encourage each other daily. Hebrews 3.13. We continually encourage one another every day as long as it is called today and as long as there's an opportunity. This, this hits you, like especially the older you get or just different things that you go through in life. We encourage each other daily as long as there's opportunity. Do you know that it is so important that you express love and gratitude. I never want to leave love and gratitude unsaid. Like, we're, we're not promised tomorrow. I mean, tell the people you love that you love them. Is it hard for anybody else to say, I love you, to the people you love the most? You're like, love ya, love ya. But like the people who mean the most to you, anybody else? I mean, I don't know if it's just upbringing, but I'm like, I you know, what? you know I love you a lot. But like, or you could even like text it, but is anybody else like it's hard to say, I love you. And like, that's it. Like, just I love you. And not be like, okay. Awkwardly walk away. Sometimes I'm like, love you. Sometimes Daniel and Matt will get out of the car. And I'm like, I, the door shuts. <laughs> Next time, love. <laughs> guys I love you I love you I love you I love you yeah like we need to be more like elf you know as long as there's opportunity but continually encourage one another every day as long as it is called today and as long as there's opportunity so that none of you will be hardened into settled rebellion None of you will be with a hard heart, right? The world wants to harden our heart. Experience wants to harden our heart. Rejection wants to harden our heart, right? But we're not going to be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, its cleverness, glamour, and sophistication. No, we're going to be better together. It's not just better together cliche. No, I need to be better so that I can be better together, 
Remember, we lead ourselves well so that we can lead others. Be better together by valuing teamwork, valuing unity, and valuing each other. Excellence. Excellence is giving your best. How many are ready to level up in excellence, to give your best? When you come to church, we dress in our best. When we give our best, when we're serving in kids' ministry, we are prepared. We've got that lesson studied and ready to go. Instead of walking in, they're like, you're on the schedule. Who, me? What? Yeah, you're on the schedule. Oh, okay. But that's where you encourage each other daily. Hey, guess what? It's me and you tomorrow. How's it going? How's that? Awesome. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Excellence. Give your best. In everything we aim to give our best effort. Give your best effort. That's excellence. Your best effort. Not somebody, belt, somebody else's best effort. Your best effort. Because everything we do as Jesus followers should be done as unto the Lord. Right? And we, had a, we have a great example in Daniel. Daniel 6.3. Then Daniel became distinguished above all the, others, all the other high officials because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. What did Daniel have? Daniel had an attitude of excellence. And he led himself well with an attitude of excellence. And he served others with that attitude of excellence. God is a God of excellence, and we represent him through our excellence. We represent him. We're representatives of him. We're ambassadors, right? Excellence is not about being perfect. Let's just shatter that right now. It is not about being perfect. Excellence is about honoring Jesus who is perfect. Okay? So don't get it twisted. It's not about you and your perfect works and your perfect self. It's about honoring Jesus who is perfect. Leading others to Jesus. Outreaching for Jesus. Right? Do you see the focus? Excellence is about Jesus. And he is perfect. And this is why we always strive to give our best because God gave us his best. God gave us Jesus. We are in Christ Jesus. We are one with him. We are united with Christ. Come on. This is why we always strive to give our best. God gave us his best. So we got to level up. We got to level up in our values, in our standards, and be uncompromising. Be relentless, right? Never giving up. Don't allow the world to degrade you and your values. Don't allow the world to degrade you and your standards, right? Don't allow your past to rob you of your future. Well, because I did it then, now my values are low. No, raise the level. Raise the standard. Forget the past. Put all your energy into looking forward and looking to Jesus. Don't allow pain to numb your heart and, and keep you cold-hearted and hard-hearted, right? No, let it go. Shake it off. Level up. Learn up, right? Learn the word. Never give up. Okay, a recap of our love life values. Ready, you guys? Love. Love God. Love people and love life. Outreach. Look for opportunities to connect people with God, right? We, we talked about this the other day. This is not about running around and asking people, have you received Jesus? You're going to hell. If you have, this is not about that. This is not about that. This is about connecting people with love. Guys, God is love. 
And we need to connect people with love. The thing that is missing in this world is love. That empty hole in their heart and everybody is seeking to fill and they're seeking it in all the wrong places. They're seeking it in these body counts. They're seeking it in hookup culture. They're seeking it. What are they seeking? Love. They're seeking love. So we need to connect them with love. We need to connect them with the truth. So look for opportunities not to connect people to religion, not to connect people with a religious prayer, but to connect people with God, with a love relationship with love itself. We need to get an understanding of connecting people. That's outreach. That's outreach. Value. Value people and treat them with respect and honor enthusiasm, keep a good attitude, living for and serving God with great joy. The attitude I have is the attitude I choose. The attitude I have about ministry is the attitude I choose. The attitude I have about my family is the attitude I choose. The attitude I have about my outlook on this world is the attitude I choose. So change your attitude. Keep enthusiastic. Be filled with enthusiasm, with joy. Leadership, lead, influence, and inspire others through your example. Not through your speech. Like, everybody's like, oh, being up there. My life has nothing to do with me being up here. My life has everything to do with my everyday life. And it's walking out this word, believing this word, and leading in this world with the word, right? Integrity, align your thinking, heart, and actions according to biblical standards, Fellowship, do life as one united family, be better together, excellence, always give your best because God gave his best. Let's implement these love life values into our everyday personal life, our everyday walk, right? These uncompromising values, they will strengthen your character, your self-development, your decision-making, your lifestyle, and your overall success, Make a personal commitment to adopting these values as your own core values. And this takes a process of time, right? You're adopting these values one at a time. First starts with memorizing it, applying it, and having it guide you, right? Set up reminders if necessary. Stay on track with these values until they become a part of you. They become a part of who you are. They become a part of your character. They become a part of your outlook. They become a part of your ministry, right? Evaluate yourself because let me tell you, fruit speaks. The fruit of your life is speaking so loud we cannot hear the words coming out your mouth. So evaluate yourself. Evaluate yourself to determine to determine how much of these eight values are you living out? Are you applying, right? And be relentless by living out these uncompromising biblical values for your everyday life. And this is how we have a transformation, transform life. We all want that transformation pick. But it takes a process of time. It takes a process of renewing our mind to the word of God. Hearing and doing. Hearing and doing. One area of our life at a time. Leveling up from area to area, next to next, and fulfilling God's will, his plan, and his purpose. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. You all received something? Yes. Love you guys.
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.